When most people think about agency oversight, what springs to mind are congressional hearings and IG investigations. But a huge proportion of the government's oversight functions happen out of public view within the executive branch itself. A new task force at the Bipartisan Policy Center says it's time to rethink how many of those functions are conducted with an eye toward mission outcomes. Dan Blair is a former deputy director of the Office of Personnel Management. He served as a consultant on the task force's report, and he talked with me about the recommendations. When we talk about internal compliance and internal overseers, we're looking at within, we're looking at the executive branch, and the goal is to start addressing issues before they become big problems that require the external. And when I say external, I also include IGs because they have that dual reporting requirement, GAO and Congress. So this is really an attempt to start outlining what agencies and departments can do better in order to prevent these bigger issues from arising to that problem. And what the task force found was that we have a compliance culture, which is more process-oriented, it's a check-the-box oriented, but it's not performance-oriented. And one of the things that the task force agreed upon was that in evolving into a more performance-based uh, government culture, we need to be able to infuse more performance elements rather than just, you know, not taking away the, from the compliance, but infuse these performance elements into what agency heads and agency supervisors and managers are looking like at the end of the day to make sure their programs and departments are functioning better. So I guess one question there is, is how much of that rebalancing can agencies do on their own? Because I, I think a lot of those check-the-box activities that, that you're describing there are, you know, thou shalt things that are handed down from Congress. Well, one of the things that we looked at is, you know, how can agencies do that without going to Congress first? And there is one um, primary vehicle that, we've, that we, again, honed in on, and that was uh, Circular A123. It was an enterprise risk management. And this has been an evolving circular put out by the Office of Management and Budget uh, for, you know, for decades now. And the most recent iterations, which came out at the end of the Obama administration and have been updated by the Trump uh, administration, really seems to support this idea that performance should be part of this assessment. And so what we want to do is, is encourage agency leaders, agency manage managers, and agency supervisors to better understand what risk is, to help their employees better understand what risk is, have that feedback coming and going both ways, but also to make sure that, you know, that risk isn't a bad thing. We have to evaluate risks every day, and that if we can get this mentality within the federal government that saying you can't eliminate risk, but you can do a better job of assessing it. And you can do that by, by looking at, what the performance outcomes are going to be. So this is one of the things is like make, make uh, ERM more performance oriented, and that would be a good first step. But there are a lot of things that Congress can do too. Um, oversight does not equate to compliance. And I think a lot of people confuse those two and conflate them because you know, I think that to a large extent, you know, for the Hill, one of the easiest ways of doing oversight is saying, well, did you check this box, this box, and this box? It's a little bit harder to say what's the performance outcome that we're doing. So we're not saying less compliance at all. We're just saying let's beef up the performance side. 
what does that actually look like? Once you start to infuse the, the, the ERM perspective that you just talked about, do you stop doing certain compliance activities that you're doing today? Do you spend less time on them or do they just take on a completely different character? Well, I think it takes on a different character. Let's remember the same people who are doing most of the compliance work are also doing the performance work. That, you know, agents, the same folks that in the agencies that are working on this, you know, every time Congress passes a well-intentioned new law, you know, there are a lot of compliance factors to that. And then that, that adds to the employee and, or that office's new responsibilities, and they're held accountable for that. So let's, what we want to do is say, let's, rather than just saying check the box and process oriented, let's look at program outcomes and let's look at how well the department is actually operating, uh, as opposed to just saying that if they, if they perform these certain compliance activities. Um, the compliance activities are important, but at the same time, it doesn't necessarily improve the outcome. What, what does a more outcome-oriented oversight process look like in the context of, as, as you mentioned earlier, IGs and GAO? Would, would they ideally refocus their work as well? Well, you know, I led a bipartisan task force last year looking, focusing at the IGs. And one of the things that we, and we had IGs as part of our task force members, one of the things that we, we recommended was that IGs and agencies, agency heads need to have better communications. You know, recognizing that sometimes that communication can be extremely difficult, especially if the IG is, a folk, is investigating malfeasance on the part of a department head or senior agency leaders. But as budgets are set, as uh, performance goals are established, the IG should be part of this conversation. Doesn't that doesn't mean that they negate or that they somehow uh, lose their independence, Rather than the goal, they should have a common goal, and they do have a common goal of better agency performance. So involving IGs uh, earlier in the earlier in the game, involve, um, getting better feedback from GAO. I mean, GAO is an arm of Congress, and it does perform these investigations. And it's, but at the same time, there needs to be better feedback and better communication between GAO and the subject of the audit and and the agency head. That can be done. It's it's done sometimes now. But that culture needs to be broadened in order to focus on what is really most important here, and that is the end goal of a better functioning government. Yeah, that communication piece is interesting because I think the norm really is that the, the oversight office, whether it's an IG or GAO, submits a draft report in writing and solicits comments, again, in writing one time. And I, I'm just curious if you're familiar with any IG slash management relationships that work a little bit more collaboratively than that? Well, on the last report we did with the IGs in 2018, we had a member of our task force was Dan Glickman, who was the former Secretary of Agriculture. And he followed Mike Espy, who had, uh, had had issues with his IG, to say the least. And Secretary Glickman, first thing he said was, he brought the IG into some senior, into senior staff meetings. This doesn't mean that they set policy. It means that there should be some more open communication. When I was at OPM, I met, regularly met with the IG on issues. And so you need to have that good communication. Now, let's not be naive about this. If you're the subject of an IG investigation, it makes that communication very difficult at times. But we heard from IGs. We had, we had Dave Williams, who's been an IG at, I think, of five or six different departments and or agencies. And he said that you, it can be done. It just takes, it takes building a relationship with the agency 
and the department heads and senior leaders. And sometimes that's difficult. Um, it's much more difficult to go in there with the mindset of saying, we have these solid walls between agency management and IGs. That may work well on paper, but at the end of the day, the perform- performance is what matters. And so you need to have a better partnership. It doesn't mean that IG sacrifices his or her independence. It just means you need to have better uh, open communications about what's important. Returning to the internal oversight piece of this where we started, how would you assess the capacity that agencies have um, to, to do the oversight that actually needs to be done? I, I mean, I think the whole reason we're talking about this is, is really the theory that check-the-box compliance activities are crowding out mission work. So is part of the answer just to increase the number of people who who do compliance-type work or, 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 well, or can focus on that? That's the answer, but I think that you do have you have bright spots throughout the government. Uh, OMB is 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 integrally involved in this, and I think that the what we recommended was building on the existing uh, enterprise risk management framework by incorporating the mission, you know performance as the end goal. So when you have strategic decisions and budget decisions being made, you talk to the program management and re, and and your budget people. You look at what the what your goals are, your strategic goals, and what your outcomes are going to be, and it's this continuous feedback and communication in order to enhance what's important for the agency to get done in order to improve the functioning of the department or agency. Dan Blair is a former deputy director at the Office of Personnel Management. He served as a consultant on the Bipartisan Policy Center's recent report on internal oversight. We'll post a link to the report and the recommendations at federalnewsnetwork.com slash federal drive. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.